Well, Zuckerberg is speaking rational brain. Apple is operating on the, like Simon Snick talks about Apple in his book, you know, like start with why. They start with why. They start with being innovators, you know, like it's an expression of who you are. They're not operating at this rational level. And the way we make purchasing decisions and buying decisions and any type of decision is from an emotional level. So like, I hate to admit it because it is like three and a half grand, but they're, they're gonna win. They're gonna sell. They're gonna win. Think Zuckerberg People are gonna loose. line around the door. Like, Welcome to the Inbound Buzz Podcast, episode 139. My name is Tony Cow, and I'm joined by Moby Sadiq. How's it going, Mobes? Good, Tony. It's good to be here. It's three weeks in a row, right? Man, yeah. So for those of you guys who don't know, we actually record every fortnight. And because I went to Chicago, it's been brutal, man. It's been a marathon. But, um, but yeah, we get a break next week. It's good to be here. Love it. So first news buzz, and it's pretty big right now, um, Apple Vision Pro. Everyone's talking about it, you know, and like, you know, augmented reality and VR is not new, right? But for Apple, it is because they've just sneaked in and just come in randomly. Like, and a lot of people are talking about it. It looks ugly, you know, like it's too expensive. It's too big. What's your thoughts on this, man? Do you think it's going to help us? Look, I'll, I, I'll probably speak from the socialist parent part of me first before I kind of go into the business part of me. But I I couldn't help being a skeptic as soon as I saw it. And like and when you read their like announcement, it's a revolutionary spatial computer that seamlessly blends digital content with the physical world while allowing users to stay present and connected to users. I'm like, bullshit. This is just another way for people to be antisocial. Okay. Like at least when I'm on my phone and I'm not being present at home, if I'm watching something that doesn't have swear words in it, my son can watch next to me, right? But now you can watch videos, you can be on the computer and now you're just like in this goldfish of a thing. So like the skeptic in me is like, oh, I can see where this is going. You see, it's like more straight to the point. Oh, it- F off, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm busy. I, I look, and I know you, you raised the point. You were saying like, yeah, but you can kind of see through. But man, Tony, people are going to die with this thing, man. People <laughs> are going to walk on the footpath and get hit by trucks with this thing. Yeah. They're not going to be paying attention to things in their periphery. They're going to be paying attention to things in their focus. Like you might see something in the corner of your eyes, but you're not going to like, anyway, but that, that's fine. It is what it is, right? But do you not think it's the new laptop that we're going to move away from the laptop? You know, that we're going to be, let's say, working from home in a meeting. We're just going to have it on and it's just going to make life easier. I think eventually. And you raised a really, really good point yesterday. Like the analogy you gave compared to the iPhone. You want, you want to bring that up now? Yeah, because a lot of people are talking about how big it is, right? And it's got two hours of life. Like, it's got two hours, dude. Like two hours. Is that it? it? Yeah, two hours. Oh, okay. That's not... So, that's all not these issues they're saying. Yeah. So, it's just the first generation, right? It's like when the mobile first came on, it was like the brick phone. And it got better. And it's now the iPhone 14. I think people are forgetting that, you know, we don't buy the first generation. We buy the 14th generation. Right. Yeah, once it gets better. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's when you analyze it, right? This from a marketing kind of business standpoint, Tony, in their announcement, not once did they use the word metaverse. Mm. They didn't use it once. But essentially, that's what it is. Right? Like you know, when Zuckerberg was pushing meta and they speak about the metaverse and like having avatars and stuff, it's the same thing. It is the exact same mm. thing. The reason why Apple's announced it now, like six months in advance, so developers can build everything. So from a marketing point of view and a PR point of view, they controlled the narrative. They launched it, announced it, gave, they announced it with like 12 videos, 
uh, sound bites, press releases, like uh, perfect artistry in PR, right? And now it's like getting people excited, go ahead and build. But they didn't once say the word metaverse. And this Apple proves that you don't have to be first mover advantage to be successful. This is they they do this all the time. They did this with the MP the iPod is an MP3 player. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. And Zoom came out, Zoom failed, right? Like Dell tried to release one, everyone tried to release one. They all failed. Apple was not the first. Zoom came out before Apple. Yeah. But they're like, no, the thousand songs in your pocket. Yeah. Not yeah. once did they say gigabytes, this and that and that. That was just like a you know, like footnote. Yeah. It's like the Mac and the, the mouse and everything. They just stole, like, yeah, they weren't the first movies. Yeah. So, man, like, so the parent in me, the kind of socialist in me is like, you know, great. But honestly, like the business person, the marketer in me just is in awe of how they keep doing this to us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Such a, they're such a great marketer though, because like when it's so much websites and content, even this podcast, we're talking about them. <laughs> They just exactly. produce so much content. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's funny because um, uh, Zuckerberg came out and said, hey, they're not solving anything different or anything. There's no magic solution, right? They're still going through what we're going through. 100%. But, you know, their Oscillus Crest Pro is like $500. Apple's is 3500 USD. He's like, why would you pay more for it? So, I don't know. We'll see who wins that race. Yeah, but the MP3 players were like that too. True. Man, like when we were in high school, that's when these things were big, right, Tony? Walkman. You, Walkman, the, mini discs, mini discs, right? Those things. There was a bunch of cheap ones. You could buy these cheapo ones from eBay, yeah. right? For 80 bucks, 90 bucks. But you still wanted, you knew it was like the cheapo version of an iPod. It's so true. You still wanted that flex. So Zuckerberg is speaking rational brain, mm. right? Apple is operating on the like Simon Snake talks about Apple in his book, you know, like start with why. They start with why. Mm. They start with being innovators, you know, like it's an expression of who you are. They're not operating at this rational level. Mm. And the way we make purchasing decisions and buying decisions and any type of decisions is from an emotional level. So like I hate to admit it because it is like three and a half grand, but they, they're going to win. Man. They're going to sell. They're going to win. I Zuckerberg People are going to line around the door like they always tenting, do. Tenting, camping. And buy these stupid snow goggles <laughs> and honestly, power to them, man. Fantastic. Well, that's it for our news buzz. You know, it was just an interesting topic that we want to talk about. Next segment, featured buzz, silent hacks to gain YouTube retention views. And this is interesting, right? Because a lot of people are, you know, trying to get into uh, podcasting, YouTube content creation, but there's only a few that actually makes it on the, you know, screen and grabs all the attention. Um, what 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 do you have to say about this, mode? Because like you know, we produce a lot of content, and I know you you're very good at this. You know, I've seen it over a year podcasting. You know, you understand what retention is about. I mean, look, if there's a you and I talk about jujitsu all the time. If there's a hierarchy of belts, I'm like white belt, four stripe at best, maybe blue belt, right? Like the thing is, we can we, we've got to be humble here and hold a candle to some of these creators. But I feel like. I'm definitely at the level where I can notice a lot of what they do that I couldn't even notice before. So whether or not I'm doing them, I'm definitely trying to, but now I can actually notice them, mm. right? It's funny, like with expertise, you get to a level where you're so basic, you don't even notice the levels. And then like, oh shit, there's levels to this. Yeah. But one of the things you will notice with any good YouTuber, most good YouTubers, is they understand the law of communication. And that is that communication is 55% verbal, 
38% vocal and 7% of the words that are being said. Yeah, right. So the content, the actual just the gist of the content is um, uh, only 7%, right? Uh, sorry, 55, 55% is actually the, the verbal visual rather. Oh, okay, I, said, yeah. I said verbal, but 55% is visual, 38% is vocal and 7% is of the words you say, right? This is actually what drives retention. Now, the beautiful thing and the humbling thing is when you look at creators like Mr. Who's the Boss, I know you didn't know him, you know, not everyone knows him, but he's actually really huge. Like he will release a video and get four or five million views, Damn. right? Another guy that people might know is uh, Marquez Brownlee. Yeah. You know, the tech yeah. guy, right? That's where I, when the Vision Pro came out, I watched his video. Um, there's people like Mr. Beast, right? Like a lot of them, when you watch their early videos, they struggle for years mm. and they struggle because of the same reason. Like I'm, I'm really, really big on LinkedIn. I'm much, I'm actually more on LinkedIn than I'm on TikTok. And I see this when I see videos from people, right? Like you see them struggle and you can't ex even exactly point why they struggle or you can't even point why they don't look great. Like the, the brain just turns off. And the thing is like most people, they will, when they record videos, they raise the stakes more than they should. What if people don't like me? What if I look fat? What if like I say the wrong thing? You know, they raise the stakes in their mind. And what that does is it comes out in anxiety. Now, it doesn't mean someone's like a nervous wreck. When I say anxiety, uh, I'm not talking about that. They just, they just look a little bit off. Like the way that and the key is when they're talking to a friend and they're relaxed compared to their video, it's very different. And as users, maybe we can't pinpoint it, but we're human social creatures. So we see that and we turn off. Like, mm. we're like we turn off, like it's not attractive to us, you know, unless the content is very, very good. So, but these guys understand, right, that 90% of communication is non-verbal or like the not, it's not the text or the essence of what you're saying. It's visual and verbal, right? So essentially the question is like, how do you fix this, mm. right? Actually, before I go on, like, what's your take on that? Like, do you see that? Do you feel that in your own experience when you started videos and when you notice videos, like, do you notice that lack of naturalness? Yeah, I think you can tell, like, when something's script and something's fresh. But, I mean, that, I don't think that's the point you're trying to say, right? Like, you're trying to say, um, correct me on wrong movies, but, like, it's non-verbal. So, it, it's not, like, how much you're saying, right? But it's how you're, is it, like, your hand movement? Is that what you're trying to say? Like, yeah, it's not. So, 7% is just the words. Yeah. 90% is non-verbal. Crazy. So, the 55 is visual. 38 is vocal, like, like your vocal inflections. Um, and only 7% is the content. So, people focus too much on the content at expense of how they're delivering the message. Interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. So, yeah, um... You're about to talk about how do we fix this? How do we get more retention? Because there's a few pointers here. Yeah. So, I've got three retention hacks that the best YouTubers use. The first one is don't talk to the camera. Conduct your words with hand movements, right? Conduct your words with hand movements. So, I'm doing it now like for show, right? And if you want to see me use my, my eccentric hand movements, you can check out the video version of this at redpandas.com.au forward slash EP139. And if you're listening... Thank you for being a listener. But the reason why we do this and the reason why they do this, and you notice this with like Mr. Who's the Boss, right? So he does all these tech uh, reviews like I was talking about. In the start, he had his videos and they were like kind of from, from like his chest up. Zoomed in. Yeah. And you, you, he, he missed a lot of his expression. Now you'll notice he does things like palms open, right? It strengthens your message. 
And studies have actually shown that not only is it more inviting for the user, but it's easier for you to spread a message or talk about a message. And they did this. They got people to review a movie or something and then they tied their half of them, they tied their, their hands behind their back and yeah. half of them didn't. And then they had to recount what they saw. Yeah. And the people who could use their hands taught, told a much better comprehensive message than the ones who didn't. Mm. So that's the first one, right? Don't talk to the camera. Conduct your words with hand movements. So is that to say that like everyone should go on on YouTube right now and do all these hand signals? Or? Good point. Good point. So and I'm glad you mentioned that because when you watch someone like Marquez Brownlee, he does it very subtly, right? Mm. His style is different too because he talks about the product is the hero of his videos, right? So he's not like Mr. Beast who's like very extravagant and everything. Yeah. He wants, he's more calm, he's more subtle. Yeah. And that's that's also a lesson in that too. You do it your own way. Mm. So if, you know, I might go out on like, you know, stage or a video and throw my hands because I'm like that. And you you might not do that, but Tony, but you might just use your hands, but in a way that's more suited to your personality. Mm. But the point is still using your hands. Open and also, like the other thing too, is you uh, expose your vital organs. This is one of the psychological things. Like when we're nervous, we hide our organs, right? We'll fold our hands or whatever. Mm. And the opposite of that is showing them and showing your audience that you're welcoming, you're open, you don't see someone as a threat, so they therefore they don't see you as a threat. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. On their own, on their own, they don't mean much. But when you chain together some of these things, they're very, very powerful. Which brings me to my second tip is don't just say the words, but express them. It's kind of related to the first. The first one was about hand movements. The second one is essentially talking about the vocal, that 38% of communication that is vocal. This is particularly important if, you know, you do videos where it's a lot of voiceover or you have a lot of B-roll and you're just relying on your, on your voice, right? So if I gave you an example, I'm going to say this line two different ways, right? AI is the biggest thing to happen to marketing since social media, right? It's not bad. AI is the biggest thing to happen to uh, marketing. Actually, I butchered it, didn't I? <laughs> Friday afternoon, I'll do it again. AI is the biggest thing to happen to marketing since social media. AI is the biggest thing to happen to marketing since social media. Hmm. Now, if that was on a video, the latter draws you in. like yeah. that, And that is essentially why 38% of communication is vocal. So adding more tone, not, a mo not like a monotone, but like a... Yeah, yeah, like, you know, choosing. And it's funny, it's it's something that I feel like I definitely could be a lot better. But when I started doing videos, I didn't do this. And I noticed as I got better and better and better, I started using more emphasis on certain words. Mm. And now I'm conscious of it. I'm going to make a more of an effort to not overdo it because you don't need to expert. AI is that, like, it's the biggest thing since social media. Like, you know, it's honestly like doing comedy and stand-up People don't realize like how much that helps in mm. communication because when you do comedy and stand-up, it forces you to like time words and emphasize words. It's the mm. same thing here, right? It's emphasizing the right words. Yeah, interesting. So, it's like adding a bit of like rhythm and tone and like, yeah, just, yeah. It's like copywriting. We do the same thing, right? You know, we underline, we bold, but it's just so much easier to do it with your voice, right? Yeah, I mean, you make a good point. With copywriting, it's different. Like short sentences, like two words, full stop, two words, full stop. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, then drawing emphasis on a headline. Yeah, it's it, it's doing the same thing though. It's trying to break a pattern. Yeah, It's trying to break a monotonous pattern. The final one is a bit of a pro tip, right? And that essentially is 
motion. Now, that's not just motion with your hands. That's like if you, for example, if you watch Mr. Who's the Boss, when he starts his videos, and the thing is, the thing about Mr. Who's the Boss and Marcus Brownlee, they're both tech reviewers, right? And Mr. Who's the Boss, I hate saying his name. Why is everyone Mr. Mr. Who's the Boss, Mr. Beast? Anyway, this guy, the Mr., <laughs> he had to differentiate himself yeah. because he's he was just another Marquez. He was just the second guy, very, very common. So he injected, he, and again, this is, you use your personality, use the way you are. His videos now have a lot of motion in them. Now, it's not just the hand motions I was talking about. The start of his videos, he, it's like he's jumping in his yeah. video. He's jumping into his video. It, he will shift to the right. He'll shift to the left. And then it comes into the editing as well. A lot of the videos we've been doing with our mates at AM Visuals is, I call them the Alex Homozi style. He's not the only one, but it's this style where like the camera moves and pans with you. They're these sudden, subtle editing techniques you do to keep the audience fixated on what you're trying to do. Right? It's like... It's like a dopamine rush on steroids. Interesting. But it's essentially just that motion. And I say it's a pro tip because like if you do the first one, you use, you know, tonality in your voice and the the second one and the first one using your hands, right? That's great. But the next level is motion in what you're doing, not necessarily if it's not your personality, but in editing as well. Like that is the next, and you're going to see this more and more and more after I've noticed, after I've said this, in your social feeds, on your LinkedIn, on your TikTok, these videos, that's that that's that next level of attention grabbing retention, you know, type of videos. I notice each platform is different, right? In terms of motion, like I feel like shorts right now is a little bit faster, and then you got TikTok that's quite medium, but then man, Instagram's like slow, like in terms of that motion, right? Like yeah. So yeah, I right. mean, the parent in me worries about what this is doing to our generation. Like yeah. they're just watching these videos. It's like my kids will watch these. YouTube shorts and it's like motion, motion, motion. Yeah. It's like, what the hell is it doing to my kids' attention span? <laughs> it's a very, it's very stimulant, right? It, like, it, is, it is. And that's why like, you know, as, as a parent, like you got to be careful with your little kids with that stuff. But as a marketer, <laughs> yeah, we can take advantage of some of that a little bit. Like I'm not, you know, at, at, at some level you can overdo it, but taking some cues from these YouTubers, from these people who have just gamed the algorithm, using your hands, changing the tonality in your voice, you know, being very deliberate and intentional about it and then using motion in how you edit, pan the camera and how you like draw in elements as well, mm. that is the next level. Interesting because so it's not just about the quality of the content, right, to survive on like YouTube. You need that whole combination that you're talking about. If you about. look at it from the rule of communication, it's nothing to do with the content. Wow. It's 7% of the content. Wow. It's actually how you deliver it, you know? That's crazy. That's good advice to a lot of people who are struggling, you know, to produce content or getting themselves out onto the platform that, hey, it's okay. It's not about that 7% of content, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and and let, let me ask you this out of curiosity. I'm just like genuinely curious. Like for yourself, like obviously you don't do as much as content as I'm doing, but you hear that someone like yourself who is looking to get better on their content journey um maybe a little bit more beginner than like not that i'm mm. if i'm a four stripe you might be a two stripe right Yeah, 100%. what would you hearing all of that what would you personally focus on and i say that because we probably have a lot of our listeners who are more at that level or lower than you yeah 100 what, what would you focus on personally because you and me know that i'm always worried about the quality of content and i over research and i try to add a lot more stuff into right that's my problem and we try to cut it out so if I stop following 
like just focusing on that and focusing on the you know um how to express it how the you know used emotions and um man i think that would help me a lot more so it's not too much pressure on that little side of things so yes it's interesting that would really help me hey you raise a good point we are so drawn and deep in what we do we forget how basic we actually need to be yeah Look, the content has to be good let's be honest it has to be good but if you're really trying this in this attention economy you put something out it's so demoralizing for brands to put something out they get one view on youtube they get one like on, on linkedin or whatever on tiktok they give up after a while yeah so there's also time and place for different types of videos like we talk about 80% videos, bio, like different types of videos we've spoken about in other episodes that they don't need all of this, right? But you can still take cues. You can still make your uh, delivery with your hands better. You can still use your vocal expressions more. Even just a little bit for those more business videos, you're going to get more attention for sure. And just wrapping things up, that's it for our feature buzz. Um, hope you gained a lot about how to create good YouTube you know, videos to gain retention. And you want to follow us, redpandas.com.au forward slash 139 anything else to say Mobes? everything you said just this is a lesson for me learning for me so I'm personally going to take some of this I hope you guys found it useful as well and yeah we'll join you again for another episode of Inbound Buzz Thanks for listening to Inbound Buzz. Learn anything? Return the favor by spreading the word. Want to make your mark in digital? Need help with your digital strategy, inbound, and marketing automation efforts? Then visit redpandas.com.au and be sure to tune in next time for another Inbound Buzz hit.